Hello everyone and welcome to a very special edition of the podcast, It Should Go Without Saying. I'm your host, Andrew Lewis, and joining me today to talk about English Premier League this week and Liverpool versus Manchester City is a new Premier League correspondent, Patrick Lewis. Hello, Patrick. Uh, hello. Now, Patrick, you saw the Liverpool-Manchester City game on Monday. Yes, I did. What did you think of the game? I think Fabinho done a very good job, and I liked Salah's and Mane's goal. They were all they were pretty good, and Fabinho's goal was the best, as you could say. And what did you think about the game? Well, I thought it was interesting. Manchester City sort of threw. First of all, Manchester City certainly did not decide to sit back and defend like they did when they came to Anfield last season. They were on the front foot very early. They had a big penalty shout for handball against Trent Alexander-Arnold right before Fabinho's worldy of a goal. Yeah, but the reason why it wasn't a penalty because someone from Manchester City uh, handled it before Alexander-Arnold. It was Bernardo Silva. It came off his hand and onto Alexander-Arnold's leg and then onto Alexander-Arnold's hand. So That's why it's not a penalty. That's yep. why all the, oh, what it, the referee uh, plays on. Yes, and they went up the other end. All the Manchester City players stopped yeah. and uh, they were still arguing with the referee when Fabinho had all the time in the world and... What a hit. Yeah. Eh? Did that remind you of Gerard's goal against Olympiacos a little bit? There's been a few comparisons of that. Right at the other yeah. end of the game, different circumstances. Oh, but Well, that was, a, that was a great goal. Um, Did I shout really loudly when Fabinho scored that goal? Uh, yes. I did. I was, that was, it was, it, I was pl- very pleasantly surprised. Then the second goal came... And gave us a reminder that Liverpool, unarguably, have the two best full have the best fullback pairing in the world. Alexander Arnold with his left foot, yeah. a delightful cross to Robertson, who then crossed it to past Firmino to Salah, who then headed it in. And suddenly, after 15 minutes, it was two nil. Yes, I mean late in the game, second half, 57th minute, Sadio Mane. Yes, and that was by a magnificent cross from Jordan Henderson. Yeah. I saw a photo of that today where Henderson's crossing at Mane is still two or three metres further away from the goal than, than the defender he beat to the ball. So certainly an argument at the moment that Sadio Mane is just about the best player in the world. Do you think he's the best player in the world at the moment? That would mean he was the best player at Liverpool. Yeah. Right now he is. Yeah. I mean, the reason is because Ronaldo is getting old. Yep. Messi, well, Messi's been playing for a long time. Yeah, he's so been the same he's about the same Ronaldo's age as well. Yeah, they're both that old, so they don't, they're losing their tricks and stuff. Tricks like Ronaldo isn't very good with his. He can't do this thing very well anymore, the thing where he puts one foot over the other a bit like this. The step over? Yeah, the step over. Okay. And, well... Now, technically, def- any defend, not any probably defender in the world, maybe Sergio Ramos could beat Ramos, Mane. 
No, not Sergio Ramos. What am I thinking? I don't know. Ramos would probably do something awful to him like he did to Salah in that Champions League final where he tried to rip his arm out of his socket. Remember that in the Champions League final when oh, yeah, Ramos brought Salah down and then he knocked Karius in the head later in the game. So. Yes, and Karius didn't do anything about it. Mm. That's... If he done nothing about, if he done something about it, anyway, Mingai was better than Karius. But Klopp decided to start Karius because Mingai was starting the whole first half of the season, and then Karius starts the second. I mean, sort of make them both happy because they're both there. Because they were both at the at the same amount of greatness at the stage. So, Liverpool are eight points clear oh, with man. 12 games played. They're eight points clear of Leicester City and Chelsea. They're nine points clear of Manchester City, who've fallen to fourth. Amazingly, the team that's in fifth, which is Sheffield United, <coughs> have exactly half the points that Liverpool have. Liverpool have 34 points after 12 games. Sheffield United in fifth have 17, which I think is on pace for a 53, 54-point season. <coughs> Seems like the... Is the Champions League settled already? Have we got our four teams for the Champions League in Liverpool, Manchester City, Leicester City and Chelsea, do you think? Or do you think one of the teams that are currently outside, Arsenal, Tottenham, Manchester United, Sheffield United, maybe a bolter, do you think any of them can get into the top four from here? Long way to go. 26 games left in the season. It won't be Sheffield United. They just got promoted. But if they do, like, uh, what happened in the La Liga where this team just got promoted and they're... And they were top. They were top for a little while, Granada, but they're not yeah. top anymore. Barcelona are back on top now, but... Uh, of course they are. Who's second? I'm not sure. I just know that Barcelona are back on top. We, we asked Google last week, didn't we, who's on top in the Liga, and they told us Barcelona were back on top, so... No. Well... <sighs> talking about Norwich, I mean... Yeah. I'm not, do, do you think Norwich are going to get relegated? It's not looking good for them at the moment. They looked very good at the start of the season when Pookie was scoring. Yeah, Pookie's a great player. But he's not a big, muscular, physical player as a, as a striker. and He leads the line by himself. So I think teams have taken his ability to score <laughs> away from Norwich and they haven't got a great defence. So they're struggling at the moment. There's a bit of a gap between 17th and 18th. So the bottom three, who are Southampton, Norwich and Watford, sort of look good for the drop at the moment. While Sheffield United look every bit like they're going to be in the Premier League next season. And Aston Villa are, I think, the team that are 17th at the moment. So they'll still be in a scrap. But uh, it's looking like those three are the... It sort of looks like there's a lot decided 12 games in, which of course is foolish because there's like three quarters of the season left to play. Oh, sorry, two thirds of the season left to play. Yeah, and there's a long time. And, you know, Leicester could even come first. They are doing a very good job this season. Who do you think is the best Leicester player at the moment? Jamie Vardy or Perez. They're both doing very good. And anyway, did you see that nine... That... That Leicester City 9 Southampton nil game where someone for Southampton got off, uh, got sent off. I can never remember the name because I don't know any Southampton. It was players. Bertrand. Bertrand. Yes, who's a wing back. 
or wing back? Do they play a back five? They play a yeah, they play a back three or a back five. In Southampton, I mean, not working for them. They had nine goals scored against them. I mean, five back, five in defence is usually a way teams play if they're a bad team and they they need defence so they don't fall down and keep going down. I mean, Wolverhampton's been stunning. Wolverhampton are technically a stunning team. And, well, talking about them when they were just in the 2017-18 season. I mean, look at them. They were, in the, they, were in the, they were in the championship. Yes, they dominated the championship that season. They won by quite some distance, if my memory serves me correctly. They won it. They came into the Premier League in that first Premier League season... They came, they got into the Europa League. Yes, and they were... That was they were, outstanding. They were tough to play from the start of the season to the end of the season. I know the second game of the season, they had Manchester City come to uh, come to the Molyneux and they got a 1-1 draw and they were very good. So it wasn't... They didn't necessarily just warm into the season. They were good from the start. They're struggling a little bit more this season because they've got a much busier schedule with the Europa League. It's... Playing in the Europa League and playing those Thursday nights, I think, messes with a lot of Premier League teams because you're always getting the Sunday games. And then if you're trying to play in the League Cup in that first half of the season, you, you have these back-to-back three-day breaks, which I think sort of takes it out of you a little bit. Yeah. And you've got to get that squad depth that they wouldn't have had before. I mean, Wolverhampton would have played probably the same 12 or 13 guys right throughout last season. They did make a run to the FA Cup semi-final, but... Um, for the most part, they would have had a reasonably light schedule. They would have played. They wouldn't have played more than fifty games last season. And this season, they had to qualify for the Europa League group stage. So that was probably six games before the group stage. So they're going to play upwards of fifty games this season comfortably. Yeah. So Manchester City have a very tough period of their draw coming up in the next few weeks. They've got Chelsea, the first game after the international break, which we've currently got. They've still got to play Manchester United. They've still got to play Arsenal. They've got some tougher games. Do you think that they can catch Liverpool? Man United. Manchester City. Maybe. But it's going to be really tough for them now, even there's 26 games left. There's 26 games left, but they're fourth. Mm. They still have to play Leicester and Chelsea. Yes, they have to play time. Leicester as well, yeah. I mean, Leicester. Leicester at home or away? I think, it's at, I think it's at Manchester City. I think it's at the Etihad. If it's at the Etihad. I mean, Man City are more likely ones for me, but Leicester still have a good chance to win that game. They're higher on the table. Second for the second time for the season. Well, that's what I remember. And, well, they could still catch Liverpool. Who do Liverpool have not up next? Liverpool have got they... Crystal Palace, but they've played all of the big six clubs already this season for the first time. They've also already played Sheffield United and Leicester City. So the seven teams they haven't played yet in the Premier League include Watford, who are in the drop zone. Wolverhampton? Uh, Wolverhampton, uh, uh, Crystal have... Palace, who they play the first game back, Bournemouth, um, who else? West Ham, 
who I don't know when they'll get to play because that's the game that's postponed for the uh, Club World Cup. Everton, which is probably the one big game that's left out of the, the seven because Everton always seem to get up for Liverpool games, understandably. And Brighton and Hove Albion, I think, is the other one that Liverpool haven't played. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool's season is going well for them. And <clears throat> if Liverpool win the next game in their group, they're going to they're gonna finish short, which means against Red Star Belgrade, they don't have to start. They could the next game, the this, next, this is, this is talking stay. about the Champions League now. So their next game is at home against Napoli. Yeah. And if they win that, then they don't. Their last game is uh, a dead rubber, as it were, against Red Bull Salzburg. Red Star Belgrade are in a different group. Okay, Red Bull Salzburg. Yeah, Red Bull Salzburg. We okay. We might we'll totally start Asen goals, but maybe in the back four, Milner, maybe Lovren with Matip. Mm. Do you think that Lovren's doing a good job with Matip Hurt at the moment? Yes, he is. And when Matip gets back, we will be good. And well, it is. I mean, Mateen isn't shouldn't isn't totally isn't very happy with. Well, he is getting the he's hurt, mm. and well, I mean, Chamberlain's doing good. His Chamberlain is. I'm a big fan of Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, so. I wanted him to start against City. He didn't and everything was fine, but I, I wanted him to start because I think he's a very good player and he adds a little bit more a little bit more front foot attacking out of that midfield. But yeah. Klopp knows best. Which one of the young players who've been playing for Liverpool have had a couple of games in the League Cup? Which one of you which one is your favourite? Yeah, Jones has been very good. And he and Kel and Heller. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, I mean, the Arsenal did score five goals, but it was almost like Keller couldn't do anything about them, so... He saved a penalty. Mm. And Jones scored the goal for a win for Liverpool. Mm. And then, well, very good game. Do you think that the Liverpool kids can beat a full-strength Aston Villa in a League Cup quarterfinal? Yep. Should be very well. And, well, let... Let's talk on about some FIFA FIFA ratings. And about Allison, he's I mean that's a good rating for Allison Becker. Yeah. Eighty nine. Yep. I mean, well, I mean the fullback should be better. The, I mean Adrian Arnold is better than the rated eighty three. You reckon? I know he's uh, he's underrated because he's twenty one years old. Yeah. I mean. We're going to leave some room in the game for him to improve. Yeah. You know, if they rate him a 90 now, then yeah. you, you'd play him at 21 years of age and uh, he might be a 96 or a 97 by the time he got to his mid-20s. Everyone play the game think, I've got to go and buy Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, even he's only rated 83, but technically he's the best right-back in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, he's one of the best full-backs in the world. I mean, he's better than Alex Serrano. Mm, he might be better than Marcelo. Well, Robertson is very good too. 
Robinson is rated 85 with Alexander Arnold rated 83. Well, Matisse isn't 82. That's that's not that's not his. You think he's that's too low? He's better than that? He's better than that. He should be like an 84. Oh, okay. 84 is good enough for him. He's a good player. Hmm. I mean, Dejan Lovren, he's doing good while Matip is out. And he's rated 18 in new FIFA. Yep. He's been, I feel like Lovren's been rated about an 80 for a while in FIFA, so... I mean, I, I mean, there's... And then going on to Van Dyke, 91. Yep. I mean, that's good. Do you think he's going to win the Ballon d'Or? Maybe. I'm not too sure about it. I mean, maybe he will. They don't give them to de- they don't give it to defenders very often. They usually give it to a- attacking players, forwards. Yeah, and the reason Ronaldo, might, I mean Ronaldo, Ronaldo is old. He might not win it because he's he's losing his skills. With Messi, also, Messi's about his age, but Messi's only about thirty-three. He's still starting for Barcelona. But some stage, they'll, those two will be bench bench players because they'll start getting old. Fair enough. Well, it's been good having this chat, Patrick. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining me, and we will catch you next time on the podcast It Should Go Without Saying. Thanks very much.